Hey everybody, welcome back to the Goblin Beat of Goblins Gaming Podcast. We are here tonight, continuing the Protectors of Eld campaign. Where we almost didn't get to continue the campaign, at least not with the original characters, because last time it was nearly a TPK. And two hit points between all of us, which was how many hit points I had left um, at the end of the session. Before I uh, before I sent everyone's live, so yeah, it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Um, closest I've come to a total party go in a while. That wasn't uh, you know paranormal mm-hmm. based. So yeah, or call it Cthulhu based, right? Right. So yeah, I mean that's true. Right? Those those are the games we used all the time. You just don't don't get to attach your characters. I <laughs> am playing Balos. Uh, half elven, hoping to be arcane archer. Um, Aren't you a high elf? Have, yeah, I don't know why I said half elf. High elf. I don't know. Why I said that. I was even looking at the character sheet. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing some mixture of elf. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just looking at Oren's character picture. Uh, Brandon <laughs> is playing Oren. Um, he 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 loves the elves, but uh, oh yeah, apparently in a in a different way. Uh, I guess he's always he's all about uh, saving elves and, and enjoying their appreciation and all. So, um, but unfortunately, Orin can't hit anything, nor can anybody else in this group after that last battle. And so, yeah, good luck hitting on the ladies, because hey, actually, my arrows are pretty uh pretty on point. I mean, oh, the, toward the end, they were. I mean, I'm pretty sure if we take all my arrows away, guys, and I think we would have definitely lost that one. I'm pretty sure take away anything that we had, we would have lost. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> That's how fair of a line that we la- we lasted, so. That's fair enough. So, yeah, Brandon's got Oren, uh, who is a orc, half-orc berserker. Berserker. Yeah, barbarian. Barbarian berserker. Berserker. Do all barbarians berserk? Do mm. all barbarians go to rage state? If they have the class, yes. Okay. If you're a classy barbarian, yes. Is there a berserker subclass? It's, it's, oh, yeah. Is that, is that only if you're into class? anime, yes. Yeah. All right. Then we got uh, Mokuzar, who's played by John. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Mo. He is a uh, half-orc druid. <clears throat> he and Orin may be brothers. They might be cousins. One of them Just might be the same tribe. One of them Mokuzar's mom was very... Um, uncle. Liberal. Stop oh, it. Oh. I mean, we haven't even got past the intros, and you're already laying in the Mokuzar's mom. Ooh, just like you're that. Not even, you're not even conscious to be on top of that. Yeah. That says a lot about his mom. <laughs> I knew. I, knew that was kind of I was going to say, <laughs> is she <laughs> conscious most of the time? I don't know. I know Jenny just set up that ball and Yeah, I, I was waiting. Yeah. All right, and Denny is, of course, <laughs> joining us um, after. Almost having the pleasure of killing all of us. I um, should have. 
How'd that make you feel, Danny, as a DM? Uh, let me feel like I was you're probably being too nice, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it then. I should have killed us. You pulled the punches just a little bit. You should yeah. have. Just kill us. Held back, a, held back a little bit, probably shouldn't have. Should have just let you guys die. But, but honestly, yeah. honestly, it's a lot of effort for me to come up with some way to intertwine new car- whole new set of characters. As long as there was at least one of you that survived, it would have been fine. But I was really worried nobody was going to make it. Because, uh, well, Danny, if Danny, the, if you had killed us, yeah. I would have created a character that could cast Prismax Spray as many times as possible. Which is zero at your level, so that's fine. <laughs> I would have worked on that. <laughs> been the only spell he memorized. <laughs> Cast it three times, he's done. Can't trip yep. out. All right. All right. So where we left off, we were in this uh, dungeony dungeon uh, that was full of halfway competent warriors, uh, a really competent captain. And some nasty, nasty, nasty undead things. Yeah, did you guys figure out what those were? I guess you can look at them now if you want. <clears throat> yeah, can... and check it out. What you want? What kind of check you want? Um, Arcana? Uh, no, not Arcana. Um... Well, I didn't say Arcana. Maybe. I said Arcana. Yeah, no, neither of those. <laughs> Uh, maybe a nature role or history, perhaps, would work. I guess Arcana might work as well. Yeah, you can give me. I mean, I can do a history. That's that's fine. I'll take I'll take Arcana at a minus two, or you can control Arcana. I'll just do. Or sniffs it. I'll just do. I'll just do his story. His story. His story for four, Alex. Right, well, this story, um, the seventeen. You have heard of. Uh, creatures that live basically they live their whole lives underground as uh, they were either created or bred by some other some underdark races as slaves and that's what you think this is it's called a grimlock oh, so they're not undead for some reason I just uh, picture them as being was, undead well they look they look very gray and you know don't get a lot of vitamin D, I guess I'll say. Looking at the pictures. Oh. That's probably why they're so angry. They've got seasonal affective disorder, but like forever. Yep. Yeah, and as you guys examine them with your 16 survival or and you notice where else these things are actually blind. What? They, they smell blind. Well, with the 16, so I figured that. Could have just hidden from them. Well, despite that they were blind, they came straight towards you guys and attacked you pretty well. So they must have other senses that make up for their lack of sight. And uh, mm. as as Balos can tell you that they, uh, you know, they're bred to live in the Underdark, so maybe they don't worry about having sight. Yeah, they live all the time in the dark. They like them um, those fish with the lanterns on the head. <laughs> There's fish with lanterns on their heads? Yeah, the anglerfish. Ever heard of an anglerfish? Wow. Maybe, oh, maybe brilliant. They, they didn't have those on the savannah where we're from. Hmm. Oh, yeah, these are deep ocean fish. 
the uh, and then the strangest thing of all is that when you guys uh, took out the bandit captain, who all was even awake when that happened? Just me. When you took out the bandit captain, his brain popped out of his head and started attacking you. Right, and then we had to kill his brain. Yeah, and his brain had legs and claws. And maybe we should do a check on that. Uh, yeah, attacked by Craig. What if I do an Arcana? Uh, Arcana is always a minus two. Arcana is uh, normal. Mm. <laughs> what if I do an Arcana? That's uh, a uh, disadvantage. <laughs> Fine, I'll do an Arcana check. <laughs> Might as well have done an Arcana. I think I figured out more by sniffing it. You got a six. So you're not sure what this thing is. Uh, it's small enough you guys can put it in a sack and take it back with you, though, to the back of Yeah, you're not putting it in my freezer, though. Or the fridge, yeah. I'm not going to open it up and find a, a brain that suddenly woke up and has drank all my beer and eaten all my fruit. <laughs> that would be a bummer. All right, well, you, guys have, you guys have only seen two rooms in this place. Uh, look around. Look around. Look, 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 yeah. look, look oh, around. Do you want? Do you want to finish like a short rest and uh, let people spend it? Die. Yes. So let yeah. Orm go. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you good with both your hip points. You are. I'm not even sure I got one hit point yet. You're not. You're unconscious. I don't know why. I'll let you make a survival roll. I've got one to spare. He's sniff. He's sniffing while dreaming. You can borrow mom. <laughs> your roll. <laughs> My hit point. I only need one. That's true. In D and D, you're fully capable at one hit point. All right, so we're going to roll a couple hit dice. Yeah, you can do it. I'm going to roll a couple as well because it's the only two I have. Pansy, they're going to roll one. I'll roll one too. No, uh, Brandon, you get one hit point at the end of the hour just for uh, surviving. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a 14 instead of 13. That may actually save me later. Good. All right, back up to full health. A whopping 15 hit points. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. I mean, I feel like this dungeon's empty at this point, right? I mean, or did we just come in the left? Uh, you did guys, we back, did... standing, standing. Mm-hmm. Did we back toward the dungeon? <laughs> you don't know. You said uh, the druid came in. Remember to look around, and then yeah. he just started. Then he just started attacking stuff. So. You guys had to. Had to yeah, it was like some sort of a weird uh, sturge. <laughs> yeah, big mosquito. Exactly. So, Dane, did we find anything of use off these bodies? On the bodies, not really. I'm guessing the, on the Grimlocks, definitely not. Just the information. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can. Uh, so pretty much everything. The bandit captain came out of this room to your well, on the left here, to in front of you guys. And I think at least one of you saw that the Grimlocks came from a room further beyond that. So you guys can go look around in there if you want to. All right. Oh, no. Dynamic lighting is really doing a light show right now. Yeah, it's still not uh, still not up to par all the way. I don't think. But, but I wish they hadn't upgraded it. At least you can see something. 
I'm going to go over here and check out. I guess this is a big statue here. It's a statue yeah. of. Uh, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's. Um, juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. It's a juggernaut. Uh, bitch. Yeah. It's just a, it's a large crumbling statue. It appears to be some sort of humanoid, but uh, it's deteriorated to the point that you can't really tell what it originally was. Uh, there's two, small, two smaller ones on the uh, east and west side of the room in similar condition. And it could be some sort of juggernaut type person. I don't know. Oh, we do know. I do have a very important question. When are we going to finally get an X-Men movie that properly represents the juggernaut? Well, we did already. Deadpool yeah, two. Deadpool. Deadpool 2. Um, I just know I've seen that. I can't remember. Question answered. Oh, and I can't respond because I can't remember it. <laughs> Damn you. All right. If you guys are looking around in here, I guess give me perception checks or investigate checks. Uh, so, is that Captain who we killed? Black Tom Cassidy? Okuzar no. rolled a 24. Uh, yeah, Bonus, uh, anybody who got the reference? Uh, Black not. Tom Cassidy. Did anybody get that reference? Anybody? I did not. You want to? You want to? Nothing knows what Tom Cassidy is. Shame on y'all. Nope. If you said it, if you said it, you're the one that gets the reference. Then shame on you. All right. Wait. He's uh, the mutant who was who ran around with Juggernaut with Tom. All right, down here, uh, Mokuzar finds a uh, small chest covered up with an old cloak. He was in Deadpool too. He was in hey, the prison. Guys. Okay. Like Tom Cassidy was in the prison. All right. Can oh my hear? gosh. It's so weird when I move my character. The amount of lights flashing on the screen from the thing. That's you know, crazy. Find? So I find a chest covered with a cloak or cape. Yeah, it's a small chest, like a uh, maybe like a foot and a half long. Six feet locked. Six feet wide. Hey, hey guys. What I six found. Feet, six inches. Uh, mm. Yes, it does have a lock on it. Is it trapped? I don't know. Give me a... Matt, are you using push to talk? What? Are you using some type of push to talk, Mike? No, why? But before you talk, I keep hearing a... Yeah, that's on you, man. No, Somebody, not... Somebody's getting notifications or something. Yeah, that or they're muting themselves and I'm muting frequently. Oh, yeah, that's hey, it, Does it record that sound? I'm yeah, it. we hear it. How do I get rid of that? Carefully. <laughs> yes, please, okay. very carefully. If anyone has any kind of uh, thieves' toolage, you can try to figure out if, there's, if it's locked, if it's uh, trapped. I'll try my bagpipes. <clears throat> I got collecting I, I don't think my herbalism kit's going to do it. All right. But I do have a big axe. Alright, uh, yeah, you guys can, uh, what do you want to do? I'm going to stand back and let him open up with his axe, I guess. <laughs> Alright. Right. Oh, is, is it clearly like a padlock on the outside of it, or is the lock eternal? It's internal. Internal. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's a key of any sort, but like, uh, it's got some, something on it. It's kind of funky looking. When you, uh, Does you know, it have, like, to... symbols or something? 
It's got a latch and it's got some little. Uh, you can't tell if they're symbols or there's like it's like uh, it's almost tiny little needles stick out sticking out of it where the latch is. That looks trapped. Someone's already tried to open it. It's probably like again. Yeah, I turned them off. It's a little cluster of like 15, 20, tiny little like, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of something like almost like a, a side of a cheese grater or something, you know, just like little uh, prickly little spikes sticking up out of the latch right there. Is it too big to carry with us? No. All right, so uh, Orin's going to poke it with his axe at first. Just okay. gonna see if it anything happens. Nope. All right. So just wherever the lock is, I'm just going to whack it. Oh, or whack I mean, I'm open to arguments if you want to carry it instead. Whack it with the flat side. That way, if it's like needles that shoot out, maybe it won't hit you. All right. Well, I'm gonna stand away from the position that the needles could go out and hit me. All right. And try to whack it, Danny. All right. Um, um, so before you do that, uh, Matt, did you roll an 18 perception looking at the looking at the thing, or that was looking in the room? If you guys want to investigate it or look at it more before he hits it, you can. Otherwise, you can just roll an attack roll. Okay, now look at it. Um, we don't need to roll. Yeah. Sl- slide of hand, perception. Um, you could roll any of your arc spell, arc proficiencies, um, or investigate, perception, anything like All right, that. I'll try to look for any marks that might indicate how you could avoid setting it off. I got a 17 investigation. I got a 6 on my perception. All right, investigation, uh, when you're 17, you see that they're, like, it's how those little, uh, Areas that stuck up, there's uh, little bits of dried blood every once in a while inside of there. And it's, That's about, it's about the size of a uh, pad of thumb, the area is. This thing's definitely trapped. If you can't bust it open, or in, let's just take it with us. Maybe we can pay somebody to open it for us. It looks like it's already been tripped. Yeah, I mean, it's got well, blood it on it. sounds like it. That doesn't mean it doesn't reset itself. Danny, I don't see if I can just, like, with my axe, like, try to open the lid just with my axe. What do you mean? Just to see if it's unlocked. Oh, just lift it up? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does not lift up. It's obviously latch and locked when you, when you try to do that. So, so I, maybe I'm even describing this well. You know, on the, some chests and stuff, you, it'll have a latch with a button, and you push the button in. That, yeah, that's what that's where the it's like a, a button that you can press in, that's where all the little prickly pieces are. Wow, well, let's use like a dagger or something. Yeah, don't do that. All right, it depresses, uh, and you hear a click, but nothing happens. Mm. That's depressing. Hold on, heat up your dagger in one of the fires a little bit and then stick it on there. Okay. Oren's like, hey, he reads books. He probably knows more than I do. <laughs> right, same thing. It, uh, 
You do notice that the, the heat of the... Or just looks at him and yells, your books mean nothing. All right, I'm just going to grab the body of the captain and drag you over here. Okay. I'm going to take his thumb and slap it down on that thing and push it down. It clicks and opens. Hoo-hoo! Huzzah! And when it clicks, well uh, when you pull his thumb away, you can see that there's a little bit of uh, blood on his, on his thumb where it... Uh, pricked his thumb just a little bit. Oh, no. made the up in this one. All right. Okay. Well, I can't believe you heard him. On the inside of the small chest uh, is uh, actually on the inside of the latch. You guys see when you first open it up, there's a, uh, a small uh, uh, dab of dried blood on the inside of the uh, of the lock. It's on a little glass mm-hmm. plate. Hmm. Um, and inside of it. Let me roll some dice here. Roll them up some dice. There are uh, seven gold pieces. Oh, wait, 70 gold pieces. I'm sorry. 70 gold pieces. Yeah, that's That's a little better. And 110 silver pieces. I'm recording that, guys. Thank you. Thank you. My girlfriend turned into the moon. That's tough, bud. And there are... What? Never mind. Ooh, 12 gems uh, scattered around in there as well. But look, they're all worth about 50 gold pieces each. Nice. Very useful. Very good. Hey, healing potions. All right. Can you turn those a healing potion? All right, that's about it. That's all that's in there. All right, anything else of interest in this room other than the statues? Uh, nope. So in our perception roll that we made for the room, do we need to make another one if we're going to more closely investigate the statues? No, uh, John got a, uh, got a great success. So. All right. Uh, All right. Trying, you want to check out this room over here to the uh, west? Let's come over here. All right, this room is obviously being inhabited by the Grimlocks. There's a couple of mats on the floor that they were sleeping on. That's rude. Uh, just kind of, uh, it's just like really a big mat here in the middle of the floor that they were sleeping on. Oh, it's um, still not nice to sleep on today. There's uh, their uh, excrement is over in this uh, northern corner. And there's like bits of raw meat and stuff still sitting around, like partially attached to bones, things like that. There. Otherwise, the room's pretty much a wreck. Yeah, I mean, guess we'll roll, roll perception check to take a look around. Instead of an abundance of caution. Trying to touch anything too much. 15 on my perception. Good. are rolled on 11. I'm good, mine. Orin doesn't smell anything. Another sex, yeah. All right, you guys do find something underneath uh, the bedroll thing that they were sleeping on. You find a small, well, about eight inches by uh, six or seven inches piece of slate that has some sort of map drawn on it. Okay. 
Awesome. Does it look like uh, familiar to us at all? Um, it's got um, some some pictures on it that you think look like uh, sand or something like that, maybe. Um, and some uh, so actually, it's a note. There's nothing nothing on there that looks familiar to you. Um, but just kind of the general features that are drawn on it. It's definitely not drawn by Grimlocks, mainly because they're blind. Uh, But they were holding holding on to it for some reason. They must have thought it was important and on what it was. Um, So you can take that for what it's worth. But it it looks like a map to some hidden place somewhere in the desert. But, uh, that's really like okay. of it. You guys do know that uh, directly to the north of the realm of Lorien is Belorn, which is a, a mostly desert realm. Okay. At least got that info. So perhaps it's somewhere maybe, in Belorn. Maybe we can ask the Magus about it. All right, Orin's going up to check out the feces. Oh, I'm trying to look from up here if I can see anything from in this room. To the next. Now, now, for all intents and purposes, this, this area up here to the north has collapsed. Okay. Okay. I don't see anything else. Oh, this I is so weird. Every time I move here. my character. Uh, all right. That area that you just went to there, Mokazor, does not exist. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's also collapsed. All right. So really, it's just these three rooms in the south, and then the one you guys came up with in the northeast. Okay. That's pretty much it. Now, these were the bandits that were that were attacking the, the gnomes? Attacking the goblins, yep. And, the, yeah, uh, the goblins. And they were apparently trying to get uh, those eggs that you guys found. Can't have them, because they're yeah. dead. Now, do you guys remember what kind of eggs they were? Uh, uh Gith, Gith Yankee. Eggs. Gith Yankee. That's right. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, that's pretty much. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to do in here? Look at. Check. Out. No, I don't feel like the need to inspect the feces. All right. Um, are we all taking that chest, leaving it? Yeah. Well, I mean, if we got everything out of it, there's no need to take it. All right. All righty. Um, I guess that's it. Then you guys can head out. All right. You guys not coming up here? It's collapsed up there. Collapsed? How can I? Get... What? Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can. I can uh, X off the map if you want me to for you. I just have to. Die. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. That's confusing. So all this up here is collapsed, too? Yeah. yeah. So that's oh, poor dungeon. Do I? What was that? It's a poor dungeon. Yeah, well, it looks like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't originally a dungeon. It was some sort of fancy, fancy place for somebody. I guess let's head on back to the Magus. Yep. Or the Magus or the Magus. I mean, I'm not sure how to pronounce anything anymore with an A. It's the Grand Nagus. We went over this. The Grand, the the grand, grand Dimaggio. <laughs> so 
Amigas. All right. Um. <coughs> All right, I'll head back. Somebody roll me a D12. He's on your way back. All right. You got that, Brandon? Got it. Mm-hmm. Great on Okay, uh, you guys travel that first day with no issues. Uh, you got, remember, it took two days to get here. It took two days to get back. Um, so, uh, who wants to keep watch that first night? Um, I will. Who want me to roll? All right, just roll me a perception check. Fifteen. All right, and then one other person will have to take a take a watch. I'll take one. All right. Okay. Guess we can put our hit dice back up to two, or back up to where the max is. Well, now you get half your hit dice back. Oh, great! So, so if you spent two, you only get one back. And somebody roll me a d twelve as you guys make your way back to Lorien. Brandon, you did well. First time, do it again. There you go. And 11. Okay, back for the day, you guys uh, see in the distance those giant wolves again. But they they sniff the air and appear to to be satisfied with what they smell and they don't come y'all's way. Awesome. Mokuzar hasn't taken a bath, so okay. They knew it was good for him. <laughs> Do you remember the the wolves, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, pissed on. <laughs> okay, just check, just checking. I just don't want to wreck those birds again. We'll check with Warren when we get back to see what those wolves are called. And if they're not already called R. Kelly wolves, they need to be renamed. <laughs> Oh, God. Say R. Kelly wolves. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, that's funny. Right, that's, that is almost assuredly not what they're called, but what you can ask. <laughs> they are now. That's funny. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so yeah, so you guys make it back. Uh, no issues on the return trip. Uh, <clears throat> Magus. Warren is impressed when you guys make it back. He's like, ah, you guys uh, hardly wasted any time getting there and back. Yeah, I made the trip so quickly. Yeah. It was, uh, ER. we, we, um, we got attacked by the R. Kelly wolves. The, the what? The giant wolves. The really oh. big wolves that pee on people. Oh, the dire wolves. They don't normally pee on people. They normally only pee on uh, other wolves that, that they force to submit. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Because you were, you were in wolf form when that happened. It's true. Yeah. It's nothing to be embarrassed of. It's just part of well, the circle of life. For future reference, anybody who can change into wolves, mm-hmm. just do that and act submissive, and they'll, we or the group will piss on you, and then they'll just leave you alone the rest of the time. Uh, I think you'd have to get lucky for that, that to be all they do, but all right. Huh? Guess we got lucky. Hmm. Well, anyway. Not uh, complaining. 
I didn't get pissed on. It's an underground lair with uh, the captain and his couple of his warriors. Uh-huh. Uh, also some Grimlocks. Grimlocks? I look a little surprised by that. Really? They're working with them? Appeared to be, yeah. And then I pull out the sack with the brain in it. And then once we killed the captain, this popped out of his head and attacked us. Yeah, he's definitely taken aback now. He says, an intellect devourer. Uh, well, we didn't know what that was. Oh my. Well, um, um, there was only the one. Yes, you never saw more than one. Uh, we killed everything there, and this was the only one that popped out. Oof. Well, I'm glad you managed to kill it. They, uh, they have a magical ability that lets them uh, transport themselves into an unconscious being's uh, brain and, and take over their body. Oh, you two guys each owe me a beer. Uh, huh? Not Orin, he's only got half a brain. Okay, well you owe me <laughs> yeah. a beer, he owes me half a beer. How the hell help you? <laughs> well, uh, that at least possibly explains the Grimlocks. Grimlocks normally don't work you know, for humans. Um, but if one of them, if the bandit captain was actually an intellect devourer, that would make some sense. Uh, and, and the Grimlocks it. also had this map on them when I popped down the plate. Hmm. Uh, he looks at it uh, and kind of turns it around a couple times, different different angles. Well, it's definitely somewhere in Valorn. I can tell by these you know, flat-topped hills they've drawn on here. Uh, there are a lot of those there. And, of course, there's the desert. Uh, I'm not sure where exactly. Um, <clears throat> But based on this, uh, these squiggles here at the uh, at the supposed, I guess, location where it's a map to, uh, this is probably worth your time to look at. Um, <clears throat> plus, you guys, I guess you're going to go to uh, another place anyway, because as far as I'm concerned, you guys are now heroes of the realm of Lorien. Yes. Um, so Galorn, <laughs> most people don't go to Galorn. Um, uh, second, most people normally go to Caravor, uh, but uh, looks like your path heads north. Oh, uh, so like our experience probably hasn't been typical of most people are so already. So hey, you know why not? That's true, but I feel like um, I need to. Uh, t- since you guys are going to be leaving my realm, I need to tell you my fears um, based on based on the path you've been walking so far I'm afraid um, these get the Yankee eggs that that uh, you keep coming upon are uh, being sought out by either by um, agents of or the creatures themselves they're called um, they, have, they have many names uh, elithids or mind flayers or two of the more common ones yeah. um, they are uh, they are creatures who, who feed on the intellect of others and uh, and enslave them. And in particular, they uh, they prize Githyanki slaves, which may be why they're they're searching for eggs. Um, yeah, I don't like them. That's that's my fear. I, hopefully, I'm wrong, and these are just leftover uh, agents of the of the uh, ancient. The lithic creatures who used to live all underneath um, the realms, to be honest, uh, in the Underdark here. 
So it's, uh, it's definitely possible, but uh, for everyone's sake, I hope that's not the case. But since you found both you found Grimlocks, Intellect Bowers, and Githyanki Eggs, I, I feel that may be the path you're heading down. Is there any advice you can give us on how to combat these Alithids if we run into them? Um, yeah, strike swiftly. Please say Basham, please say Basham, please say Basham. I would say strike swiftly or run away. They have, they have certain abilities, uh, not quite magic, that uh, can cause a lot of trouble. So uh, the less time you give them, give them to work those upon you, the best, the better. Um, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, Orin, it sounds like you do get to bash them as quickly as possible. Yes. Well, I think I promised you each uh, each some gold for doing that that for me. Finding it out. Right. Uh, it was a hundred gold pieces each. I think you said. Does that sound right to you guys? Yep. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. So he puts uh, takes three small uh, pouches out and sets them down. Each of each pouch has ten platinum pieces in it. <laughs> he says, "Here you go. Uh, we'll have a ceremony in the morning if you guys are okay waiting waiting until then." Uh, people love a good uh, hero ceremony around here. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Do I? It'll be. It just so happens that we're heroes, so. Yeah, we're actually uh, we we're going to have a feast anyway because uh, another group uh, of adventurers became heroes of the realm uh, this morning. As a matter of fact, we just missed it. Hmm. Um, I believe uh, you met uh, uh, Orlin. The uh, she's a half elf wizardess, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe some of her friends, I'm not sure. But uh, anyway. She was, she was not as nice as, as our elf. Well, she's only half elf. Maybe that explains it. Our elf smells better, too. <clears throat> yes, one of you uh, smells like wolf does, by the way. Really? I'm sorry. I took a bath last week. I probably still smell like it. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, 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 go. Go to the resting laurels, uh, kick your feet up, and uh, we'll see you first thing in the morning. Good deal. Thank you. Be there. All right. So anything you guys want to do in town? Buy healing potions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I able to sell those gems? You are? Yep. Uh, someone right. over at the markets want to buy them off of you. Um, I think I decided on the name for that uh, for the dust stuff, the magic mm-hmm. the magical fancy dust. Lumen. Uh, uh, oh, Lumen sounds good. You guys want to use Lumen then? That's fine. What's it going to be before Lumen? Lumen dust? Alright. Okay. What was it going right. to be before Lumen Dust? Uh, I'm not going to tell you now. Now you'll never know. <laughs> oh. 
Well, I hope it was under Brandon so I can make it feel bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Curse you. Uh, anyway, if you can, uh, for the most part, if you can gather up enough of that dust to be the value of uh, of the actual magic item itself, along along with the parts that you need. So, like, if you want a magical sword, you need a nice sword. Plus, however much dust it would be to make it plus one, you can have someone turn that no plus one sword for you. That kind of thing. I don't think we got enough money for that. Well, that, I'm just letting you know that's kind of that's kind of how it works. Okay. So you guys have that information now. Uh, Different realms have uh, have crafters who specialize in different kinds of magical items, so you may or may not be able to get a certain item made in a certain realm, etc. What do they do here? Uh, mostly protective magical items. Uh, it's like ROPs, COPs. Yeah, those kinds of things, yeah. You can get magical armor created. Now there's... Uh, there's uh, Far to the north of here, there's the... Uh, there's Valoria. Which is uh, where the realm of, of where enchantment magic is uh, is the most powerful. You can get pretty much anything made there. So, all right, guys. So you each get an additional two hundred twenty-four gold pieces. Okay. And thirty-six silver. I'm sorry. How much was that again? 224 gold pieces and 36 silver. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So how much are healing potions? They are 50, 50. gold pieces. There are only two available right now. Um, I guess we get one. How much? Oh, I have these spider carapaces. You said those were, this could be used in... Oh, so I, I decided to switch that out to the um, to the uh, mandibles, the two uh, the pincers on its mouth. So you have two of those. Okay. Uh, those those can be used to create uh, daggers of venom. Uh, so you can you can sell those or you can hold on to them. It's up to you. Mm. Can you make them into arrows of venom? Uh, uh, maybe, but they would be uh, you know. One use probably. You can probably make more arrows than daggers. And well, no. The, so the magic actually transmutes the the, uh, the the thing itself into a dagger. Turns the thing yeah. itself into a dagger. So you'd be using just like the tip of the thing to turn it into an arrowhead. Gotcha. To create two of them. Just looking right. I'm trying to look. You yeah. said uh, this area is mostly protection magic. So, Brandon, yep. you're going to take one potion. I'll take one. Yeah. That's a good Works for me. All right. So, uh, if the night passes, um, the next morning, uh, actually, a, a custodian of the town of some sort comes and gets you. Uh, Tells you guys you're going to be guests of honor at the, at the ceremony this morning. They're uh, everyone's very excited and, and proud to have three more heroes of Lorien. Are they really? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the people that live here the whole time you've been here the, from the goblin to the people in the market everyone 
they actually love having adventurers here because it really keeps the population of monsters and evil bandits and, and all that kind of thing down to a very, very low number. Now they have a lot of turnover. A lot of a lot of adventurers die here, but so many so many come through <laughs> come through here and churn everything up that for the most part it's actually pretty safe. So so yeah, they're they're fans of adventurers. Okay. Plus the town of Lorien itself is actually uh you guys notice that there must be a lot of protection magic on it on it. The city proper that you know, the village really now. Uh, because like the all the plants and stuff don't encroach on it. Uh, the streets are still, for the most part, in perfect condition, and the buildings, even though you can tell they're ancient. So uh, there's probably some protective magic that uh, keeps a lot of monsters out of the actual town itself as well. So they're not, mm. not too worried about it. What they're more worried about is things like what you guys dealt with. Uh, they've got fur trappers, you know, that have to be able to make a living, and they have um, farmers, you know, whose fields need to be protected, that kind of thing. Right, so yeah, yeah okay. they are excited, um, and you're surprised. There's there's a several dozen people um, in, the, in the town square area, which is also the market. When you guys get there, someone's there's like a little uh, gazebo thing set up in the middle with flowers all around it and stuff. Aww. And the magus is already standing there. He's in like a resplendent silvery gray robe, a station. And uh, he, he waves at you guys as you, as you come up and just motions for you to come and stand at the base of the gazebo area. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. After about, after about two or three minutes, you guys, you guys stand there, he asks you if you're okay. He says it won't take long. You know, it's just, uh, I'm just going to say a couple of words and, uh, and present you with your tokens. Uh, <clears throat> so people are milling about, and if, after about two minutes, the, uh, uh, Erilyn, the uh, half-elf wizardess, you know, who was just kind of obnoxious to you guys. Mm-hmm. She walks up and stands up on the step right next uh, to Magus, and he, he smiles, smiles at her and hands or something. And then she turns and faces you guys, and, and uh, she raises an eyebrow like uh, you guys again. And then she kind of smiles, like um, not, not like a jerky way, and like an actually kind of a nice way, which is the first time you've seen that expression on her face. It was a trick. <laughs> uh, her face magus, doesn't move that way naturally I don't understand <laughs> the magus clears his throat and says if I could have everyone's attention for a moment uh, I just wanted to uh, introduce Mokuzar he, and he, he gestures towards Mokuzar and like uh, just for you to turn and, and wave or whatever you want to do uh, Mokuzar uh reaches over and uh, and grabs Oren's hand and, and lifts both their arms up in the air and he says uh, Lorian will remember the name of the Chaguk tribe. Yes we will. And of course this yeah. is this is Oren, uh, his fellow tribesman beside him. He pauses for a beat and it realizes that Oren isn't gonna say anything and then moves on. <laughs> And their companion just kind of looks spooked right now with that many people looking at him. <laughs> and their companion, Paulos. Thank you for this opportunity to serve Lorian. Uh, it's going to give one of those kind of short, you know, shoulder, neck, head bows. They have only been in our town. Gotcha. They've only been in our small town a short time, but they have already helped 
several of our outstanding citizens, including Snaps and his family. Snaps is there and he says, yeah, really appreciate that. Uh, and uncovered what may be a, a, a much more heinous mystery uh, in other parts of in other realms in uh, the valley. There's people like, there's some mumbling and so, ooh, yeah, oh, oh no. That kind of thing. Uh, Orr kind of leans over to uh, Mo and Matt. Hmm? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said he leans over and then you just went quiet. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear me? Are they said, no. what do you say that we did? Uh, I lean over, it's like, we did? <laughs> yes, yeah, we did. You were there. <laughs> Unfortunately, as always happens when, uh, when heroes are pronounced, their path leads them away from here, but we wish them luck and hope that they will return one day. And, and with that, uh, one of our current heroes, uh, Arlen the Wizardess, will present them with their tokens. Uh, she smiles and uh, pins a small silver brooch on each, each of your collars or uh, shirt you don't have collars in the shape of a shield. And uh, she says, you know, she pins one on Mokazar, says, Congratulations, pins one on Orin, and says, Congratulations, spends one on Balos and says, I apologize. I accept. And she, she pats the. Uh, Did she broke you? <laughs> uh, she uh, pats the, bro- the brooch, you know, on your, your collar and, and steps back. And, uh, and uh, the Magus motions for you guys to turn around and face the audience. And he says, I present the newest heroes of Lorien. And everybody claps and stuff. Do our best little, you know, side-to-side way. Uh, as always, there are refreshments in the in the uh, back of the market for anyone who would like them, and the place clears out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, a couple of people, like, a couple of people come in, like, shake your hands. Uh, Snaps does. Says, I see you guys leaving. You guys really helped out, uh, me and my family. Well, we certainly do hope to return one day, Snaps. I'd like to visit your village if we do return. Hey, come back. Uh, we make some uh, mean leather and hide armor. Maybe uh can make you a really fine set one day and you can have it enchanted. Oh, wow. That would be great. Thanks. Sure thing. All right. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, the magazine comes up to you guys as everybody's leaving out. Leaving and says, now this took as I told you, uh, if you die, they will return to Lorien. And if you die and are resurrected, please come and reclaim it. Yeah. That has that does happen a couple of times a year, to be honest. Uh, but but they're not just for decoration. Uh, once a day, they have a small enchantment inside them. Uh, if you were attacked by someone, they can give you a small amount of protection. Uh, it kind of explains how it works. Basically, with the Lorian brooch, you can uh, and I'll I can type it up for you guys if you want. You can spend once a day. You can spend a reaction. To give yourself plus two AC uh, after you, an attack is made against you. So that's nice. Yeah, if an attack is going to hit you, is it only for that one attack, or is it kind of like be? Uh, it lasts like until last till the end of uh, end of the round. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. 
I was happy thinking it just lasted for the attack. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, have to, I have to go back and read. I wrote it up. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. It may be until the end of like the current uh, current person or creature's turn, something like that. I can't remember. I guess I'll see. It was was Laurel Stormshades there. Yep, yeah, both of the Laurels were there. I guess I'll try to seek her out. Ah, hero. Uh, Miss Stormshades, I just, uh, uh, I'm looking really uncomfortable, kind of, you know, awkward. I just wanted to say, um, you know, from one uh, non-traditional high elf to another, it's good to see some high elves out here giving us not such a stuffy name. She laughs and says, well, it is uh, it is rare. You would, and there are some who are only half high elven. She uh, uh, points her, her thumb back at, at Orlon, who's walking away. You would think we're full high elves, but uh, I heard her uh, apologize to you. It was surprising. I found it very gracious. I'm one to believe in second chances. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, hope to have a second chance myself one day. Uh, I'm sure you will. We we live long lives if we make it. True. I may one day find my way back to my family, but uh, it'll be a long road. Well, if it ever brings you back through here, you're always welcome at the Resting Laurels. Thank you. And, uh, oh, let's get she... some, for, some refreshments, guys. Oh, yeah, they actually... Yeah, Oren's already eating, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have, uh, they have like bacon, uh, uh, sticky buns, uh, eggs. Did they kick up our birds for us? Um, those are not good eats. Oh, okay. Turns out they're just they're just stringy. There's no like you can you can <laughs> you can slow cook them long enough in a stew that you can eat them, but they you know no. not a great flavor. So how much how much do I need to spend to load up the icebox with fruit and beer before we leave for the desert country? Um, Maybe we should put water in. Nah, never mind. Nah, fruit and beer. Don't worry about the water. Yeah, probably just a couple gold pieces. Be sufficient. All right, good deal. I assume you guys ate and drank all of it on the four days we were gone. Yeah, I'm sure that we did. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so we'll we'll take a we'll take a break there. You guys are going to level up to level three now. Okay. And uh, so, anything you want to do, any anything you want to check out at the library or anywhere else before you head out, um, you can do. So you guys have the day. I mean, you do have pressing business, but it's probably not that pressing. I mean, I get that. My archetype, my archetype, my archetype, my archetype. I think I had looked up any spells that were available. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know it looks since you're hitting level three, you have second level spells. So if there's oh, that's true. Anything new? All right. Well, I guess uh... so. Matt, make that a six. Yeah, I change it to a six. Oh, same. Right back. Level level three is a big level for uh, almost all classes, really. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, mm. rolled a one for my hit points. So Ouch. I guess I'll take the average. Yeah. 
Or at a 10 on his D12. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess Malos is choosing Arcane Archer. Why are, are you guys making any choices at level 3? On Archetype? Yeah, Archetype or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the one with, um, I don't remember if it's Totem, where you choose an uh, animal. Mm-hmm. Which is embarrassing. Good crap or prestidigitation? Those are both pretty useful. I guess, Don, don't you already have Druidcraft? Yeah, I have Druidcraft. Prestidigitation is pretty all around. Good. So you go catch up, is what you're saying? Yeah. Um... And our, yeah, as part of Arcane Archer lore, I learned cool. a magical theory are some of the secrets of nature. Cool. Cool. So yeah, I think presentation gets better in my background. Yep, I agree. Oh, cool, now I get nature. I'm sorry to have Arcana. <laughs> And you get Archon shot this year. This is a level two. I do. <laughs> oh, so that's already, cool. So the arrow I shoot has to already be also has to be enchanted as well. Uh, no. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Oh man, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to read about these. That's a good point because it says when you fire. Once per turn, when you fire a magic arrow, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. You can apply one of the arcane shot options to that arrow. So does it already have to be enchanted? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Let's see. That was luck. That would seem strange, right? Right. Let's see. I have it right here. All right. Um, so somebody asked a question. Arcane Archer level 3, Arcane Shot Ability says, at third level, you learn to unleash special magic effects with some of your shots, dot, dot, dot. It's return when you fire a magic arrow from, yeah, I know dot, 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 and ellipses. Uh, from a short bow or a long bow as part of the action of the attack. So it has magic arrow emphasized. Um, it's written in a way that makes it reuse if it requires a magic arrow to use the feature when fired. Well, um, uh, the actual arcane shot says uh, once per turn when you fire an arrow from a short bow or uh, okay. part of the attack action, you can apply one of your arcane shot options to the arrow. Uh, so, so when you apply it, that makes it magical. Got it. Yeah, it looks like they corrected it. So I can... Uh... Learn adoration spells, correct? Uh, I mean, you can learn any kind of spells, I guess, right? Well, but I mean, we had talked about how I would learn the different areas that we go to, right? Yeah, so uh, abjuration, if you're looking for an abjuration spell, it's pretty much certain to be here. 
Um, and then um, transmutation and evocation will probably be here as well. Anything else is going to be fairly unlikely. Transmutation and what? Evocation. Evocation. All right. I'll go through my list and then uh, I guess I'll see which ones are available. The only thing there's no chance of finding is divination. Okay. Anything else? Everything else, there's at least a chance. Let me guess. The one creature in 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons that has a resistance to psychic damage is probably an illithid. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I guess you have no idea either. Or I'd look it up for you. I'm looking to see right now. Don't be looking that up. You shouldn't be able to know that. What? How would your character well, know I that? Have our own monster <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, that's for real. It's better gaming. <laughs> you killing me, man. When I was a teenager, I memorized the monster's manual because I had nothing else to read. I was bored. <laughs> Yeah. That doesn't mean you should, uh, you know, build your character. I don't character. do because I have a lot more responsibilities and I don't have time for it, but. Uh. All right. Well, I have like a billion spells to go through, so I'll go through them, <laughs> Danny, and I will send you a list. And if you want to roll to see whether or not it's available. That's fine. That is fine. So from what I'm reading so far, it really sounds like Bursting Arrow is nice. Because it's a 2d6 area of effect. Oh, nice, yeah. Force damage. Mm-hmm. Force damage, which is, isn't resisted by anything, I don't think. Um, and then Shadow Arrow is nice. Because it does psychic damage, which most things don't resist, and it effectively blinds them. They can only see five feet around them to the next turn, which would be good for anything that's um, doing ranged caster or range, anything. Mm-hmm. The two two six psychic damage is nice. Um. Now keep keep in mind that each of these arrows uses a different kind of magic, so it's uh, it's going to be affected by the magic of uh, the realm that you're right. in. Okay. Is it, is it saying which one they're linked to? The... Pretty much all of them do say, actually. Uh, bursting okay. arrow, bursting arrows, evocation. Yep. Uh, and illusion. Illusion. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that gives me some versatility. Like, those are pretty, pretty diverse schools of magic. Uh, that is true. They are. So if one doesn't work, the other one probably will. Yep. All right. I'm going with that. And you get another option at seventh level. Let's see. Let's get. And the, the damage and stuff, like the actual skill doesn't get better till like 18th level or something. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely, Arcane Archer is not an OP character class, that's for sure. 
but I think it's interesting. Yeah, there's nothing. There's oh, like the one you were doing the character uh, character mancer. Mm. I think I think magic arrow is a typo. Yeah, I think it is. Well, so apparently that was in the the um, the beta test version. Uh, gotcha. And they corrected it later on. Yeah, because yeah, in the Xanathar's Guide, there's nothing about it. Now your arrows do become magical at seventh level automatically. Right. That's weird. Yeah. So uh, that's that's where that came from. Gotcha. Is they they. I kind of messed up the description a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, so that uh, works, people. Is everybody leveled up? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, do you want to tell us about your uh, changes to your character, or you just want to want to show it off when it happens? Well, for Balos, um, I've actually gotten to select my subclass of Arcane Archer. So I've uh, been able to use my past knowledge of Magic, magical arts to uh, enhance my fighting ability through specifically through my archery. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I can enchant my arrows in a couple of different ways. I can shoot an arrow, and this is once per turn, I believe. So um, I can shoot an arrow that uh, causes basically an explosion wherever it hits. Uh, and in a certain area, it will do 2d6 force damage to anything around it. So kind of like uh, if you've been watching, uh, like a lot of people maybe have been watching, um, the um, uh, Last Airbender, Avatar of mm-hmm. Last Airbender, mm-hmm. the guy, the firebender guy who could shoot force out of his little eye in the middle of his head. And wherever it would hit, it would explode. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Kind of like that. I think that's a good way. So, so, but instead of his little invisible thing, it's a, it's an arrow. And then the other one is a, basically kind of a shadow arrow. Um. So when it hits, um, it attacks when it when it actually hits them. Uh, it attacks their psyche. Uh, so it does. Uh, psychic damage, and if they fail a wisdom save, uh, basically cast a kind of a low-level illusion spell that only lasts the round, where their vision is obscure beyond five feet. So basically, they can only see in a five-foot diameter around them. Gotcha. So you shoot trauma arrow. Trauma arrow, yeah. So okay, yeah, boom, boom arrow and trauma arrow. Uh, so it says that you get two uses of that, and they recharge after a short rest. Right, yeah, sorry. That's, that's, that is true. It's not every round. Short or long rest. So so two per, right? Or yeah, you, two you per get, selection? Two no, you, have, you have two uses of your arcane shot, so you can use them. Out ah, of okay, all right. And they, uh, and they reset after a rest. Short or long doesn't matter. Okay. So there you go. First right. arrow and shadow arrow. This looks old. Cool. All right. Well, uh, how about uh, Oren? Well, Oren, um, you look bigger at the time. Oren. 
Yeah. Orin looks a little different. Uh, so basically, Orin, after uh, coming back from that battle, um, <clears throat> kind of secluded himself outside. Uh, I mean, I say I had to be outside the city since the city's pretty overgrown in some areas. Basically, mm-hmm. I concluded him, uh, secluded himself. And essentially um, kind of reached out to the wild, and, uh, which he has done many times before this uh, in his uh, process of uh, kind of trying to uh, identify and uh, uh, be claimed by his total spirit. And uh, in doing so, he finally met that totem spirit, uh, which claimed him, which was, uh, so happened to be the totem of the, their tribe, the bear, and, or one of their totems, and afterwards, uh, came back and started making some adjustments, well, he started making some adjustments before he came back, and was like, his clothes and stuff like that, so he, uh, as a, Taken some different uh, things from kills and essentially made that uh, necklace and other things that essentially hide and fur uh, armor and cape. He just uh, looks more bear like now, I guess. It's about the best way I can put it without actually adding too much creative uh, drama yeah, to about... it. Yes, yeah, so I saw a gigantic bear, like 15 foot tall, he uh, found you while you were out there. and. Uh... Gave you a, a bear skin to turn into a cloak. How about that? There you go. It, uh, it basically brought you uh, a uh, the fur of one of its uh, dead relatives somehow and gave it to you. On the condition I never use this rope. <laughs> right. But, uh, so it, it, uh, and along with that, you get the spirit of, uh, of its relative as well. Sweet. To draw upon. All right. You can, you can come up with a name for it, a bear name. Uh, Grape Nuts comes to mind. Grape Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever a bear would call it, so. Man, this Grape Nuts is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Okay, and Mokuzar, uh, what's going on with him? Uh, Mokuzar is just able to channel the power of the land around him better. And uh, as a circle of the land druid, I can now pass without trace and turn Ooh. invisible at will. Not at will, but I'll, I'm able to do that. So wait, you're only invisible to people whose name is Will? Right, yes. That's Dang. what that meant. So it's, no, it's not at will, it's just the spell is always prepared. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's not it's not like a cantrip. And besides, it wouldn't be invisible only people named Will. He'd have to be standing next to someone named Will, and then he could turn invisible. Oh, well. Yeah, so targeted at Will. Well, what, yeah. if, what if one of us just changed our name to Will? Yeah, that's fine. Or it could even be a middle name, probably. That would be metagaming, Matt. <laughs> he could just ask us. He could just say, man, this only works if I'm standing next to me and Will. Like, okay, so you're Will. Will now. You can hire a, 
you could uh, get a hireling named Will and just pay him to stand next to Mokuzor. That could. That'd wait, be totally wait, wait, wait. Does it have to be does that two silver pieces be, today? We could just get a donkey named Will. Mm-hmm. That's true. We can name <laughs> him Will. We just put a name tag on this as Will. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a mule named Will. <laughs> and Mokuzor has to ride it from now on. There's a will, there's a way. To turn invisible. <laughs> then all Orn has to say is he finally found a friend that's less stubborn than his mom. Oh, <laughs> Comes back to that. Hey, have you have you been staying up late nights while we're like writing all this shit down? I mean, use no, I went back and watched the old in living color. The uh, uh, what was it? The uh, dirty uh, wasn't dirty doubles. The one with Al Bundy on it. Yeah. Dirty dozens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. The Yamada jokes. All right, well, 43 jokes about Mukuzar's mother later. You guys are ready to leave town. All right. <laughs> Go to the desert place. Dim desert place. Let's go to, let's go, hey, let's go to that place that has all the dessert. That's where we're going next, right? Nice. Oh, so, Warren's all for it. Uh, the day you guys are going to leave, um, actually, <clears throat> uh, Arlen comes up to you guys and says, Well, I was wrong about anybody. It was you three uh, schmucks. Thank you. So, uh, I so knew you'd be back. So, you guys are going north? Uh, yeah, it's easy to do. Indeed. Uh, well, we're heading uh, we're heading south towards uh, Kervor, well, like, you know, most people do. Uh, maybe we'll meet you around on the other side of the, the realms at some point, Astroth or something. Maybe. Things go around. All right, well, you guys take care of yourselves. Uh, next time we meet, we'll see who's the hero of the most realms at that point. Maybe it'll be a tie. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll just meet you up at the uh, up in the uh, floating golden towers up there, in the city of heroes. I'll buy you a drink. And I'll be a hero of your realm. No, I'm uh, she she uh, she stops and like looks looks around, feels in her pockets, and says, "Oh man, I left my asshole spray back in my room." Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. See ya, dude. She called you an asshole. She wasn't talking about me, Orn. Offered to buy her a drink. You offered to, I don't know, roof her. <laughs> you know I can't cast spells. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so it's it's going to be about four or five days on foot, or a couple of days on horseback. What do you Did he gain the ability to read yet? No. no. <laughs> Can I, can I we just say I spend an hour every night trying to teach him how to read? Um, you have to make a sanity check when you do? Well, yes. <laughs> you have to make a sanity check <laughs> to be able to sleep afterwards. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, I can make uh, what a... What kind of check can I make? I think sanity makes the most sense. <laughs> just let me just make a, an intelligence check. To see if it, I'll do uh, constitution. You can make a constitution doesn't make any sense. Constitution check. <laughs> I didn't know you had to stand the smell of being that close to me that long. 
it takes it takes willpower and and resolve to uh to be able to keep at it you can do wisdom maybe i don't i don't really think no, I'd, I'd rather do charisma it's definitely not charisma all right i'll do constitution then oh well it didn't go well that night a three a three yeah you actually <laughs> you hit yourself with a rock over the first five minutes and you slept well that night <laughs> Stop. Make it stop. You make you make the business decision that it would be better to knock yourself unconscious with a rock than to continue this. And it turns out well for you. I've taught I've taught rabbits how to read faster than this. <laughs> yeah. He seems not, says a lot about the rabbits. They were not enchanted. Wait. He, he seems to be uh like purposely get dumber a uh, geometric pattern uh as you as you try to teach him. Which means he's actually smart. Uh, you, I don't know. He's he's actually smart and puts all of his power, willpower into not learning. Or he actually like his his train of thought just goes in so many different directions. He just you just can't keep up. Maybe he's cursed. Could be. Oh. All you know is he definitely has a negative intelligence modifier. I've got to teach him to read before the comic gets here then during the summer. All right. Wait, what comic? Susan's comet. Oh, the comet. I think it's a comic. No, I'm not talking about Dave Chappelle. No, I think it's on comic books. Like, read it in time. I was like, what comic book are you talking about? It's some of big reveal. Yeah. There's great new comic books coming out. I was excited. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know. Maybe it was like a new Deadpool series, and Matt super stoked about it. That was his way of putting they it out there. They don't release. They don't release physical comics anymore because of COVID. Mm, oh, really? I mean, they stopped for months. Yeah. Holy crap! I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. yeah, the comic book store uh, over here uh, went out of business. Actually, went out of business before COVID. Yeah. Well, Diamond Distributors, which is the number one distributor of comics, and mm-hmm. uh, stopped distributing comics for like sixty days. As a matter of fact, uh, DC severed their contract with them. Well, they were already Sorry. talking about not not uh, publishing comic books anymore. So yeah, Diamond like did a like DC sucks sell. They actually called it that. Yeah, I saw that. Or they sold all their uh, remaining DC comics for like you know Barmer prices. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's uh. That's savage. Right, so the question question remains: Do you guys want to walk it? Or get some horses. How much? How much is an ass? Uh, I guarantee you that uh, John can tell you. Not just because he's obviously into that kind of thing. <laughs> because, of, because of his mom. <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's probably got his player's handbook sitting around close by. Not my player's handbook. Gosh, that left me open for really bad when I don't want to do and stay and be recorded. Handy. Uh, a donkey is eight gold pieces. Eight gold pieces, yeah. All right, we can each buy a donkey. Right, that is not going to get you there any faster. Uh, riding a donkey does not work well. A riding horse is 75 gold pieces. That will get you there pretty quick. But uh, uh, I'm not spending so 75 gold pieces on a horse. Yeah, Mokuzor doesn't really want to uh, ride on an animal right now. Well, uh, for 200 gold pieces, you could get a couple of draft horses and a, and a carriage. That's, that's even more emasculating. 
How is riding a horse emasculating? <laughs> but be, riding a donkey would be okay. <laughs> How much did you say the horse was? Uh, 50? It's 200 yeah. for the okay. two horses and a wagon. Shit, I could get 200. I could, I could buy an elephant for 200 gold pieces. Uh, if you could find one, yes, you could. <laughs> there are no elephants here. Well, we're heading into desert country, right? We need a camel. Uh, that's true. Uh, speak if you say that to someone in town, they say, oh yeah, just stop at Dormans, uh on your way. They exchange uh, camels and horses and such. Okay. It'll take about four days, four or five days on foot to get there. That's that's actually uh, what people were telling you. So if I buy a horse and I take it to Tormund's and it's good shape, I can change it in for a camel. That's right. That's yeah, what I'm doing. Buy a camel. Well, just... You can't buy camels here. Get the horse and we'll get there faster than four days. Or we'll get there in two days. Yep. Yeah, I'm buying a horse. All right. That's one horse. Anybody else going to buy a horse? How much is it again? 50. Because we're going to need the camel. So you might as well just get there faster to get the camel. Yep. Well, riding a horse is 75. Yep. Uh, it said 50. 50. 50, 50 for a draft horse. Oh, how how quick will a draft horse get me there? Well, a draft horse is really uh, made for pulling things. I know, but can I exchange yeah. it for a camel? They're both worth fifty gold pieces. You can exchange. You have to just wait till you get there, bro. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, get you a horse. Well, I'm just saying, if I'm buying, if I'm paying seventy five gold pieces for a horse, yep. and a camel's worth fifty, I don't. I'm not going. I don't want to trade straight up. It's going to be a used horse, though. Well, all horses are used horses. Uh, who says here? Mokuzar will pay the 75 just to get him to shut up. <laughs> all right, fine. Me too. All right, because you guys are heroes of the realm, you get a 10% discount on everything. Oh, now I'm going to calculate that back in. So is that round up to eight? Yeah, so that's just going to be eight gold pieces off. Okay. Stretching my math skills to the limit here, man. <laughs> so that's be like 67 gold pieces yeah something like 67 that. gold so 166 gold so much I got left on about you guys <laughs> so I tried to drag riding horse onto my character sheet and it said are you sure you want to turn this character into a riding horse <laughs> 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 yeah I've had to do that to me before, too. I almost clicked yes before I read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, roll 20. You are silly. All right. So we, all right. Yeah, we buy the riding horses. All right. Uh, when you guys, when you ask about the press of, of, uh, oh, a donkey. Um, Orn says, "I always thought that was two silver." Oh, oh! All right. <laughs> a donkey. Y'all did see my post earlier, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Just making sure. All right. Okay, so everybody gets a riding horse. Uh, now you just have to buy the the barding and the bit. Oh the come on! <laughs> no, saddlebags. <laughs> They're not going to throw that in for some heroes of the realm. No, they, they, yeah, they throw it in. Most most of the stuff they put on there for you for free got some blood stains on it. But 
It's fine. Until it gets reclaimed. These are reclaimed saddles. It's got character. <laughs> refurbished. Yeah, they're not refurbished. The horses are refurbished. The saddles and stuff are just reclaimed, like reclaimed wood. Guy who runs the place is named Steve. <laughs> well, Steve a Jobs. Bit, a bit bridle, a, a riding saddle, and some saddlebags is what is it? That's uh, sixteen gold pieces. Yeah, they, they like I said, they throw it in. It's it's uh, pre-loved, but uh, feels soft. It feels broken in. This, uh, this has a dark red sheen to the entire saddle on yours. And that's beautiful. It's easy on my stuff. <laughs> easy on my stuff. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I get to right. practice shooting from horseback. That's I'm going to buy 10 extra arrows for that. Okay. Just fire me through the woods. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, uh, I, am, I am keeping track of arrows and how much they cost every time I spend it. Yeah. I saw you had a hundred arrows earlier. I always have. Whenever I go back in town, I always get up. I always get a hundred arrows. That's a lot. They don't weigh very much. That's true. But now you've got a horse. You can uh, have carry those extra ones around for you. And for some reason, I'm still lugging around my light crossbow with ten bolts, just in case. <laughs> Never know. Yeah, I'm thinking I always just like throw it at somebody. Yeah. Maybe in one of the realms, a regular longbow won't work. Maybe, I don't know. This place is weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys make your way northward on horseback. Uh, somebody roll me a d12 for the first day. Gotcha. You've been having uh, uh, a neither one. All right. Uh, d12, five. d12 for the second day. Can I make it two for two? Uh, yep, I can do that. Ten. Ten. Oh, well, Brandon already rolled a nine. Yeah, all right, whichever one, Debbie. Well, since you both rolled, uh, that's a no-no. I'm just going to add them together. That's a 19. <laughs> a 19 on a D12? Crap, yeah. we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> the world so, explodes. Halfway through the second day, uh, you guys hear... Um, Hear and feel in your chest like low rumbling, growling sound. And uh, don't even make a check. Off in the distance, about a hundred yards away, you see like a gigantic uh, black cat of some sort. Looks like it's probably about ten and a half, twelve feet at the shoulder. Yeah, it's got tentacles. I was really worried he was going to throw a Taroski in there just because we were on the earlier. Just in this one. It's a displacer beast. No, it's just a just a. It doesn't have any extra tentacles or anything. It's four legs, not six. But it's just like uh, growling and rumbling at uh, something which you guys realize is a couple of those large wolves, uh, which look like regular-sized wolves in front of that thing. And uh, wow. it uh, jumps on one of them. We you did take a bath, you said? I said I should have. <laughs> I just assumed you guys did because you stayed with the laurels. Brandon, are you like just tossing random metal objects around or something? What's going on there, man? No. Alright. <laughs> 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 okay. That was a awesome. <laughs> He's moving around so as to make his chair creak and tossing metal objects around. <laughs> it's like, sounds like he's freaking juggling ball bearings. 
What in the world? This stupid mic sucks. <laughs> so anyways, it's black hats fighting wolves. I don't, I don't care what, any, what anybody does. Just if you if you go on our Patreon, donate money to buy him something that that has some sort of noise suppression. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> we'll send just, it all. Just for Matt's own sanity. Jesus Christ. All right. Okay, but they don't. Uh, nothing attacks you guys, unfortunately. But uh, but you do get to see that gigantic panther up there. That's a pretty cool scene. I wish I could had a camera. Orin runs right into it. Uh, it's like a hundred yards off the road. That's fine. Okay, Orin gets eaten. You guys keep going. <laughs> Bogus, be thinking of your next character. Well, good job, Orin. <laughs> No, so literally, like, well, Black Panther's being attacked by wolves. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, well you see Panther it. facing off with wolves. Yeah. It pounces on one of them, and you see, and you see it scatter the other ones. Uh, before you guys kind of trot out of eye shot, anyway. Not ear shot, because you can still hear it. Your horses are kind of spooked a little bit, uh, but not enough where you have to make any kind of checks. So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so towards the end of the second day, um, the uh, forest and woodland is starting to kind of uh, level out. It's almost like a, a plain type area. And in the distance, you guys can see like a heat shimmer and the, uh, the tan color of dunes in the miles ahead. And in the near foreground, as you come over a small hill, you see what looks like a fort of some sort. It's got... Uh, Wooden walls, about 15, 20 feet tall, and a square all the way around it. With a, an open gate facing towards you, you can see different uh, uh, wood fire, you know, wood burning stove smoke coming out from three or four different spots inside of the area. And uh, this is probably Tormons that you were told about. All right, well, go on in. Unless somebody stops us. As you guys approach the uh, the entrance, there's a couple of guards standing there in uh, chainmail shirts with uh, pikes. Say, <clears throat> one of them steps forward and says, Hello, travelers. Uh, what business have you in Tormund's trading post? We're here to exchange camels, or exchange our horses for camels to enter <laughs> the next realm. Ah. Tormon's favorite kind of customers, traders. Come on in. Thank you. Well met. Well met. I see that you're heroes of uh, Lorien. Glad to they have are. you here. Most head south, but like two roads diverged in yellow wood. We took the one less traveled by. What's, uh, you mean like a yellow tree? I'm not familiar I'm with that saying, country. Right. No, I'm just saying we're Going against the grain. Oh, not yeah. cold over frost. That's a, you, uh, you, you talk about wood a lot. All right, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an elf. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, yeah. even elves are welcome here, I guess. Thanks. Yeah, that was, that was a joke. No, I got you. <laughs> they said that over. High five. Come on. Okay. He uh, 
throws up a hand as you guys uh, go by on your horses. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, if uh, Oren and Mokazar, if you go in behind Balos, you see the guards look at each other and struggle. What the hell was that? <laughs> I get if if I catch one of their eye, uh, I just kind of shrug back. He he uh, gives you a nod, like must be hard. <laughs> just say elves. elves. Yeah. <clears throat> you look over next to It turns out that when you look on the other side, the other guy that wasn't talking, he isn't all. Configure. He's just shaking his head the whole time. All right, and they, they go back to uh, talking about whatever it is guards talk about when they're standing on either side of the door. I don't know. Drinking. Sports ball. Sports ball. Yeah. All right, well, you guys get into Tormund's trading post. There's actually a sign as uh, it's come in that, uh, over an archway that says, Welcome to Tormund's trading post. Visit our other locations. Hmm. Is there like a map there or something? Uh, actually, there is a small little map. Uh, apparently, there's one on the other side of uh, Galorn heading into uh, Feloria. And there's one in Feloria heading into Zorlan, which is which would be the next... Uh, uh, kingdom or realm, rather, heading east at that point. Well, which one does Tormund actually stay at? Yeah, you have to ask somebody, I guess. All right, so, all right, so, all right, all right. <clears throat> is there an obvious place where we need to go? Um, there is a large area full of the sound of camels, if that's what you're talking right. about. That's what we get. Do you know what do you know what camels talk? Do you know what camels sound like? Uh, you know, um, have, have you have you watched have you watched Storybots? I have watched Storybots. <laughs> yes, you just uh, talk like a camel. That's what, that's what camels sound like. It's kind of like on the Geico commercial, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's what it sounds like. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys want to go uh, check out some camels? Yep. I want a two-hump camel. Two-hump? Yep. Those are an extra five gold. Worth it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'll trade in my horse for a camel. All right, uh, you get there, and there's a there's a um, a lady kind of running the whole camel and horse trading area. Says, "Welcome, welcome, welcome! Uh, oh, adventures from Lorien, heroes even. Welcome to the trading post." Oh, I know. What was that? That was a camel. Yeah. Oh, here you go. There you go. Ready? Ready? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I see why the camels are making that, are singing that song. I'm more worried that this may be coming from some of that Matt's girls have been watching. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, Storybots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Storybots, yeah. man. Oh, um, yeah, I totally know what that is. Okay, let's keep talking. All right. About my camels. name is 
My name is Geraldine Tormund. How may I help you? Geraldine Tormund, as in the owner of all these outposts? Well, my family. Oh. Well, I mean, that's very impressive. Why, thank you. She uh, puts her hands on her hips and smiles. She's a halfling. I mean, you've got, what, three, four outposts in between front realms? We've got a few, yep. It's I mean, hard to get around. Different uh, different realms need different kinds of transportation, and Tormund's is here to help. Well, that's what we're here to exchange these here horses for some camels. And so you have fine Lorian riding horses? It's true, only been rode for two days. Only two days. We'll uh, we'll trade those even for some uh, Tormund special camels. Will those camels be coming with the proper tack and saddles and everything else? Uh, sure, if you're trading your sin. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can do that. Even um, Tormund. Do they, do they have one humps or two humps? Well, uh, actually, most of our camels uh, have gone humpless. But uh, for you guys, I'll round up some. Just tell me how many humps you want. I would like two humps on mine, please. All right, and you, uh, you find uh, half orcs. I prefer my camels non-mutated. No humps for you. All right. <laughs> That's not what his mom said. Just the one. Contagious. <laughs> 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 that one got me. We are clearly talking about Mo's mom, not John's. His mom is a saint. We're not talking about his mom. Anyone who's right now confused or wondering, nothing about John's actual mom. (laughs) I'll shoot myself in the foot before I say something about her. Okay. All right. Actually, Hathaway picks herself off the floor. She says, okay. Whew. Sorry, yeah, regular, regular camel. Okay, and for uh, for the big, uh, for the tooth grand. Uh, he got two humps, right? Yep. I want three. Uh, oh, she, the thing. I, I've got one with a third hump. Um, you sure you want him? Uh, no, no, mm-mm. no. We'll take another two. I'll Select just have in. a one hump camel. That's fine. Oren, uh, Oren, do you say okay to the, the two humps? It's for your own good, Oren. Trust me. He just looks over at her and says, he reads stuff. He knows that. <laughs> she laughs says, all right. Uh, uh, she uh, motions you guys. So she's standing on top of this uh, like uh, walking area on the top of, top of some fences. She motions you guys over to one side and says, uh, right, uh, make sure you take everything out of your bags and drop off your horses over here. Uh, one of my fellows is going to inspect those. Then you can come around to the other side. And she points with her left hand over here and inspect your new camels. How old is she for a half one? Uh, late 20s, maybe 30. As far as half one goes, is she attractive? Uh... See, yes, extremely nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what was her name again? Remind me, Geraldine. Geraldine, gotcha. Yeah, her, 
Her charisma appears to be somewhere in the 17 range. Geraldine, that is just... That's just a wonderful name. Thank you kindly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I found the most appropriate mount for uh, Orn, and I'll post it. Okay. You, must, you must get a lot of compliments. Uh, I got a fair few. Never hurts to hear another one, though. What you got? <laughs> I haven't heard a name so fair as Geraldine since I walked in the enchanted woods where the high elves sing their highest ranks of poetry. Holy crap, that's really, yeah. Well, that, that's quite the lovely compliment. I will uh, write that down. She uh, pulls out a little leather book. Uh, uh, she's got a little back pocket area and a little quill and writes, writes it down. Poetry, you say? Yes, indeed. Well, thank you very much. And what was your name, sir? Well, uh, my name is not nearly as enchanting as, as that of Geraldine. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say it, but it is balance. Oh, that, that's not a bad name for a high elf. Oh, thank you. Sure. Well, if you guys need anything else, Balos, you look me up. Well, I mean, we might be staying the night here. Is there a place where I can buy you a drink? Uh, the Tormund Inn. Well, I'll be there tonight if you will. Yeah, I'm there every night. It's the best night. It's the best inn and the only one in the fort. All right. Well, I'll be there. I look forward to it. All right. You guys are going to inspect your camels? Yeah. You want to do a perception right. check or uh investigation, perception, whatever you guys want to do, yeah. I rolled a nine. No no, I rolled a twenty two. Yeah, I rolled a nine, you rolled a twenty two. It popped up. Alright, uh, so these look like camels to you. I guess I guess a nature roll would work too, because these are creatures, you know, natural creatures. Um uh, okay, let me do that for sure. Oh, we're not going to practice this new ability. That's awful. Can I take my inspiration on that? <laughs> if you want to, yeah. <laughs> 14 nature. It's better. Fair 14. Space. 14 in nature. These look like good camels to you. Uh, with 22 on your perception check, though, Mokuzar, you see the three-humped camel. Off in the distance, it's got an extra hump on its right side. It appears to just be walking over and over again into the side of the fence, just head first. <laughs> <laughs> good, good call I'm not taking the three hump camel. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that. It's got, something's wrong with that camel. It also appears to have two lazy eyes. Friend, are or you something like, incredibly uh, right? Are you like randomly wadding uh, up like tinfoil right now? I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> Who is I'm that? I'm literally guy? sitting here still. John? <laughs> what? Somebody's making a lot of noise. I love now that whenever there's any noise, it's just like Brandon. I am painting. Loud. Like making a drink or you know, I don't know. If I'm making a drink, I work on my drink. Skeet shooting, you know. Skeet uh, yeah, there was that one time. Last uh, <laughs> last Wednesday I was uh, trying to watch TV. 
my room and somebody was making a lot of noise. And I said, Bogus, stop it. And I realized he wasn't actually here. It was one of my kids. I just got so used to assuming it was him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Uh, that's funny. All right. So uh, you guys get your camels. Uh, the uh, There's another half length of a, a, uh, only like a 15 or 16 year old boy who's uh, putting the, the attack and south on him and everything. He asks you guys, do these look good to you? Happy with them? Oh, yeah. Look great. Look like, uh, look like camels, but we didn't go for the third hump. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We call him Smarty. So one of, them's named, one of them's named Joe, one of them is named Spitz, and the other one's named Horse. Horse. I'll take horse. I'm horse. Horse animal. Obviously the best option. Yeah, he's at, uh, with your 14 nature, Matt, you realize that's actually just a horse with a couple of humps glued onto him. <laughs> Now, now somebody's heavy breathing into the microphone. I, I don't know yeah, if there's no purpose. Okay. Just, you know, just a, you know. That was Boggs for sure. Uh, I'm really trying to be quiet right now because I don't want to get blamed for anything else. It's not me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still just painting. So... <laughs> All of the ones that are crazy. If I can get messed with at this point. (laughs) You know, Don's over there really painting. (sighs) It's definitely Bogus breathing into his mic. I'm I'm watching the I mentioned the rings. (laughs) That's that's probably smart. That's all we can spell this at John's end. Hilarious. All right, well, you get your uh, your three camels, Joe Spitz, and a horse. <laughs> and you're going to go to Tormund's Inn, or do you guys want to look look around at the other? Uh... Now let's look around. This is a trading yeah. post. Let's see what else let's is going on. Yeah. Let's see if they have any healing potions we can buy. Uh, yeah, if you guys look let's around, you there is a shrine to Antelina here with, it does have healing potions, so sure enough. Sweet. Shrine to who? Antelina, she's a nature goddess. Yeah, I'm familiar with the name. Oh, okay. And there are two healing potions for sale there. <clears throat> All right. Split them again. Well, I don't have any. Oh, dear. Uh, I got one. I think Matt's got one, so. Yeah. All right. All right. You, want, you want a rock, paper, scissors for the other one, Brennan? I can't sure. just put, just type in rock, paper, scissors. Go ahead and type it in. And I'll count three. Okay. In the chat window, ready? One. Hold on, on just a second. Just a second. On three, not after three. Okay. <laughs> ready? One. Yeah. Two. Two. Three. Three. Ah! Paper covers rock. No rock. Yeah, we can get the other one. All right, so just deduct. Like one. I'm going to hold it from you if you need it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right. Well, the two of you that got them, yeah, just to death, the 50 gold pieces each. Um, there's a lot of strange and interesting things. There are, uh, there is 
hide armor made out of some kind of uh, large uh, carapace, like a like a beetle carapace or something. Um, there are bladed weapons made out of what, some kind of stone, which they tell you is onyx. There are um, other uh, other things like serrated daggers made of made of actual steel or, or things like that. Um, just a strange combination of of goods. Uh, well, what? What about dark sun? Anything that looks like it would be helpful in a desert environment. They have lots of different kinds of water skins. Um, I get extra water. Oh, look, look, guys, here's the plan. You know how we loaded this thing up with beer and fruit before we left? Yeah. That's the best idea. So tonight we're going to drink all the beer. Finally. And, fill, and, and replace it with water. What? Yeah. No, we don't want to die in the desert. So. And they have really, really drunk tonight. We're going to have a lot of anxiety tomorrow. But. <laughs> But, but we're also going to have plenty of water. I don't want to die without beer. So good, man. It's all good. <laughs> so, so while they're talking about water and beer, Ogzar uh-huh. wants to take the slate map and see if he can find anybody who is knowledgeable of the area. All right. Well, you find an, an actual area where there's a couple of guys selling maps. Uh, Sweet. There is a rock gnome selling maps of... Uh, <clears throat> Of uh, the desert and, and Galorn itself, and there's uh, someone else selling maps of Lorien. So you're probably interested in the Rock Gnome. Hey, I'll talk to him. And and what would it cost to purchase a map of Galorn? Uh, well, depends on what kind of map you want. You want uh, just something that highlights the, the main roads and, and travel fares. You need uh, a map of the wilderness area around it. Uh, ancient sites. Etc. 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 Everything. Uh, as much information as possible. Wow. We are heroes of uh, Lorien, and we uh, we seek to prove ourselves worthy in Glorn as well. Ah, I see that by the uh, pin upon your your chest there. Very well. Yes. Come over here. He takes you into the back of his tent. He's got like a, a tent thing set up. It's uh, very colorful on the outside. Takes it towards the back, and he's actually got a glass display case with a, uh, uh, a large map on vellum. He said, "This is my most prized map. It's 100 gold pieces, but it has everything I've ever found in the desert on there." You, you look at it, and it is very detailed. There are dozens of uh, of sites marked on it that are like uh, old villages, abandoned uh, trade posts, abandoned cities. Um, places that are marked like with a little strange uh, frowny face with horns and he tells tells you those those are places where there's been activity by cults in the past uh, supposedly still dark magics at work um, there's uh, many old roads that can be actually walked upon even though they're covered with uh, covered with sand now the dunes always seem to stay away from them so those can help you speed along, along your way um, anything you, you want can- to know Purchase a copy of this for a hundred gold pieces. That's right. Uh, that uh, sounds acceptable. I would love to have something like that, but a hundred gold pieces is very steep. <clears throat> well, it is my life's work, um, and I'm not selling you a copy of it. I'm selling you this map. It's the only one I have. 
Really? I have all of my notes and stuff, so I could probably make another one, but it would take me quite some time. Well, in that case, 100 gold pieces sounds fair. Yeah, he, uh, he brightens up brightens immediately when you say that. Uh, yeah. Very well, yes, if you wish to have it, it uh, comes with its own watertight case. Um, there's some minor enchantments on the case to try and, try and protect the insides from any kind of fire or acid or water. Uh, humidity, that kind of thing. Um, I had it specially made for my map because I didn't want it to be uh, harmed when I was traveling. Right. Uh, Mokuzar is willing to, to hand that over. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, so then you hand over your 100 gold. Anytime you want to find uh, anything in Galorn now, while you have this map, you have advantage on any kind of nature or or any other kind of role, survival role, to, to find something you need. All right. How do you spell Galorn? G-I-L-L-O-R-N. All right. And do I see anything on it that looks like uh, that slate map that we found? Um, you think there probably. You see several areas that look like they might match it, but it's going to take you some time like studying the map to try to figure it out, probably. I think I match it. Paid him 100 gold pieces. Uh, yeah. I will, uh, I will ask him. Uh, I will show him the map that I have and ask him if he thinks there's anywhere on his map that he drew that might uh, correspond. He looks, he looks at it and says, oh, this is very interesting. The, uh, the workmanship is uh, crude. But uh, but shows a strange and alien intellect. Hmm. I'll tell you what. I will find this on the map for you um, if you will let me make a copy of, of it. That sounds acceptable to me. All right. He, uh, How long will it take you to make the copy? Oh, just a few minutes. Sure. He, uh, says, I can I can do it here while, uh, while you wait if you, if you don't mind. Sure. He takes a takes a thin sheet of paper and sets it over the slate, and he like just with an expert hand uh, traces over all the, the features and stuff on the map. And as he's doing it, he uh, he pauses and says, "Oh, interesting." So some of some of this map is actually in in a bas relief, uh, so you, you couldn't even tell it was there at first. And he draws in a couple of other things, and uh, and then he pulls the sheet away, and you can see now from the sheet that there are there's actually some other mountains and uh, 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 markers. That he's he's pulled off of it, and she didn't notice before from the slate. Um, he takes that and sets it down next to the map. He still hasn't pulled it out of the glass case yet. Looks around and he he says, "Ah, oh, here, I believe it's this this ruin here. It's just north of the city of Galorn." Um, yep, I'm pretty much. He turns turns the page at a, at a slight angle. Yeah, I'm pretty much certain certain it's here. He shows you where it is on the map. Okay. Uh, now in Lorien. Uh, we had to prove ourselves worthy to the Magus. Uh, do you know who we would contact in Galorn? At the Magus? Just the same. Oh, you have a Magus here of Galorn as well? Uh, yep, yep. If so every realm uh, should have a Magus. Uh, there's a couple that either don't have don't have one, but they have a ruler who is the default Magus. And there's one that has uh, several. That's Astaroth. They have a council of Magi? Magi? I'm, I've never been there. 
It's not confusing at all. All right. Well, thank you for your information. Sure. <laughs> thank you for uh, for buying my uh, map. I'm excited that it will be used, and not only used, but used by a, a hero, possibly of many realms, and all the realms at some point. Uh, yes, uh, you will. You will remember the name of Mokuzar of the Chaguk tribe. I certainly will. He's, he opens this big ledger book and, and writes, starts writing it down. But you know, you're the one that bought the, the map. <clears throat> That's Mokuzar with an apostrophe. Oh, oh. Okay. I, I make sure he writes it down right. He fixes that. All right. <clears throat> After he does that, his ledger, he quotes. <laughs> you don't have an apostrophe. <laughs> he lets the ink dry. He says, I decided to let the ink dry. And, uh, Takes a little key, opens up the, the glass case, takes the map out, gently rolls it up, and, and uh, puts it lovingly into, into this uh, dark brown, almost black leather case, and puts, puts the lid on it. And he says, remember, this case should protect it from pretty much anything, as long as you keep it in the case and you're not using it. It should last you, hopefully, hopefully a lifetime. Many thanks. It seems you've taken great care. Ah. Thought of everything. Yeah. Many thanks to you. It's uh, it's always exciting to see one of my maps go out into the world to help others. All right. Well, I collect the map and head back towards the others. All right. As you leave, he actually closes his stall for the day and puts a little sign up that says "Busy working." Uh, he's apparently going to get started trying to make a remake his map. You suspect, anyway. All right. All right. So you find the others still uh, uh, talking about uh, how much beer they're going to drink or not drink and how much water they should take. We're going to take all the beer and fill it up with all the water. An excellent plan, Paulus. Thank you. Perhaps while we drink all the but beer... will it still be beer? This map. That is quite a detailed map. Well, it's in, a, it's in a fancy case right now, I see. Yeah, I guess unless he takes it out, can't see it. Yeah, I assumed he took it out and, like, flourished it. Yeah. Ooh. That is... That is work worthy of high-elf artisans. I mean, there are high-elf cartographers who could not equal that map. We mostly drew our maps on animal skins. I but this one is very nice. No, yeah. I mean, it's... If we ever get a place to settle down, we're framing that. That's going above the mantle. Good work. That's pretty. How much did it cost you? Uh, 100 gold pieces. Well, it's benefiting the party. So here. I feel like I should do my fair share. Here's 33. All right. So I hand him 33 gold. gold. All right. And then I look at Orin. It is pretty. Okay. (laughs) Here's your 33, too. Nice. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen. Good to know that we're equal partners in this. 
Oh, I mean, that, that was exceptionally well done. And I see, hold on, wait a minute. What are those markings there? Is that from the slate? Yes, this area of the map does correspond to the slate. I confirmed it with the map maker. Gentlemen, this is destiny. This is destiny calling. This is destiny calling just as clearly as destiny is calling me to meet up with fair Geraldine Tormund tonight. <laughs> what does this sound like? Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Warren gives you a big, exaggerated wink. <laughs> All right. Alice, your, your high elven singing is, never ceases to amaze me. Yes, well, I'm not one of the best singers in my tribe, but <clears throat> I do try. I'm surprised <laughs> that you are considered a mere fighter instead of a bard. Well, you know, I had to make choices. All right, so you guys get to uh, Tormund's Inn. And sure enough, it's the nicest inn in town, and the only one. Um, as you guys uh, pull up in your camels, the, uh, the stable uh, stable voice says, Ah, just five silver each to keep your camels here for the night. Actually, we just bought these camels from, from your folks. Oh, good choice. Yeah, here's six silver. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it, sir. All right. He looks expectantly at Mokazar. Yeah, I also pay six. All right. Ooh, fine. Take good care of Spitz. Here's six. Not, Both hosts sure are sitting there with a butt. And what's your name, young man? Uh, uh, Burster. Burster, if you wouldn't mind taking horse, which is actually a horse, dressed up to look like a camel, and replace it with actual camel, it could be a gold piece for you in the morning. Sure, I could do that. Good lad, good lad. All right. He he nods and then uh, takes the camels off to the stables. See, now we actually get an actual camel, and we've ruffled no feathers. Unless he tries to switch it with one of our camels. Well, then we would still only have two camels, <laughs> in which case I would beat him bloody. He <laughs> <laughs> was also a halfling, by the way. Yeah, no, it's all good. I was letting you know. Like that. Most, oh, of, okay. most of the people uh, who've been working on anything with Torment's name wanted to be halflings. I assumed, yeah, I kind of assumed he was a halfling. Uh, except as you guys open the door and, and uh, see the bustling uh, dining area, behind the counter is a seven foot three giant of some sort uh, slinging brew. Good God, man. All right. So as we were walking in, I was asking them, are halflings from the desert? I mean, who's from anywhere in these places? They've got three different places set up. This is just the desert one. There's two other ones. That's true. <sighs> so, mm. what kind of diner are we looking at here? 
Um, you're you're not sure. He's a uh, uh, kind of a light brown skin. Uh, he's got a big smile on his face as he's uh, handing what seem to be tiny pints of of beer over to people. But then when they pick them up, they seem rather large. Uh, I'll say an orcish well met. Out uh, towards the bartender. Yeah. Your spot. Your response in fluent orcish. Ah. An orc lover, or an orc himself, and he turns and looks, ah, just an orc lover. And two orcs! Come on in, fellas. He, uh, he whaps down a place at the bar with a few chairs. I believe this, <coughs> at this point I'm at least an honorary half-orc. Oh. He laughs and says, me too. He's speaking in common now. Actually, he speaks in Elven to you after he sees this right now. So I take all the beer that's in our chest, slap it up on the counter and say, I'm going to uh, give this over to you. Uh, okay. You're not happy with what we have here? No, no, no. I'm giving it to you to give to whoever you want, as long as we can have equitable drinks for the night. And by equitable, you mean? The same amount that I'm giving you. I'm buying drinks with drinks. Or, if that's not in order for you to make a profit, I'll take a... Two drinks for every three that I'm giving you. Uh, he kind of he kind of bobs his head back and forth for a second and says, uh, "He gives it a sniff." Lorian, indeed. All right, I'll do that. Two for three. Sounds good. We're going into the desert. We need more room for water than beer. What? Uh, <clears throat> that is what they say. I mean, drink up, boys. I don't know if I believe it, but that is what they say. Well, better safe than sorry. Mm. I've heard Have that you seen Geraldine here tonight? Uh, no, she should be in within the hour or so. She is quite the captivating halfling. He, uh, his face turn, his expression turns kind of stony and he arches an umbrella. What do you mean by that? Um... That she's very personable. She's a, a half and she can fetch things. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I need you to make me some sort of check here. Uh, persuade check or something to, to make him uh, not irate. Or you can make an insight check to try to figure out why, why he's so bothered. I'm going to do a persuasion. Check on the numbers. It's all good. Uh, she just seems like a very personable individual when we're exchanging our horses for cameras. Yeah. With your 17, he, he leans back and smiles. Says, I'm just messing with you. Yep, she's a beautiful young lady. My niece Geraldine. He nods and uh, says, well, if I can get you guys anything else, let me know. And he puts three mugs of beer down on the, on the bar in front of you. Did he say niece? Mm, yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Somebody map out that family tree for me. <laughs> All right, so uh, where's Bellos going? Well, both in-game and out-of-game, I'm going to go hit the head. Yeah, okay. All right, Mokazar, Oren, is there anything else, anything you guys want to do? Did you want to talk to uh, the bartender anymore? Mm-hmm. Oren's primarily concerned about drinking at the moment. <laughs> 
All right. Well, you got plenty of that. Uh, he does come back over. And you got to hydrate before tomorrow. Right, he says, name is Garog, by the way. Um, if you guys need anything, just holler out. That's what everyone else does. If you need a room <coughs> or three, let me know as well. We always have plenty available. Well, almost always. When a huge caravan comes in, sometimes we run out. Hmm. Uh, anything to eat for you, three gentlemen? What do you have? We've got just a little bit of everything, actually. You just came from Loria. Uh, from Loria. <coughs> Excuse me. If you would uh, like some of their food, you could. Uh, we have giant eggs from the desert birds of uh, Galorn. Uh, we make them in all sorts of ways. Uh, we have uh, steaks. We have uh, some. We always have some seafood, although it's of questionable quality. Uh, this far from the sea, you understand. Nick sounds good to me. All right. How would you like him prepared? Uh, just what is the uh, the local custom? Uh, fold an omelet. Full of, uh, that, that, that sounds excellent. You want meats and veggies in there? Right, sit down of course. <laughs> and uh, and your friend here. Meat. Just the meat. Could have guessed that. Kind of like a bear. All right, breathing into the microphone. So, can somebody explain to me how that's his niece? He married her aunt, maybe? <coughs> no, nobody's asked. Do you want to ask him? So, you said your niece? Yeah, Geraldine, yeah. Yep. So, you're married to her aunt? I am indeed. That's amazing. Love is just amazing. He, he smiles. It truly is. Uh, did you want one of the omelets like your friends are getting? Absolutely. Uh, meat or veggies or both? Yeah, give him a point of ears. Veggies. Yeah, it lasts a little bit. And uh, it, says, it says back to you and Elvin again. Isn't that always the way? Can't shake yeah. it if I wanted. And you're amazed, actually. All, all three of you were. His uh, accent in Orcus was really good, and his Elven accent is uh, almost sounds like a native speaker. <coughs> he turns and he turns and uh, calls back the the order in uh, another language, which I don't think any of you guys under know. But you probably uh, you probably heard it before, so you can tell it's probably it sounds like Dwarven. <clears throat> into the kitchen. You're quite the master of languages. Oh, it's my hobby. I love languages. Have you uh, ever learned Sylvan? I know a smattering, he says in Sylvan. Indeed you do. I say back in Sylvan. He laughs. Very good. Very impressive. And they speak some comedy. He says, I don't get much uh, chance to practice it, so uh, feel free to talk to me in it as much as you'd like. Not many people speak Sylvan around here. It is on the other side of the, uh, I guess, circle, so to speak. Mm, true. 
Well, uh, we do get some Phalorians in here, and a lot of them speak Sylvan. Uh, it's rare, but we do get them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was referring to. It's Phalor, Phaloria. Yep. Okay, well, I'll, I'll speak it with them a little bit throughout the night. All right, that brings your omelets. The omelets were actually really good. The uh, they actually served them with the uh, cracked shell, like on the side, with some like uh, sauce. In it, just so you can see that the it's like an ostrich egg size, basically. Just wow. people, people get a kick out of how big the egg is. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a one egg omelet, but it's still a giant omelet. Some smart marketing right there. Thanks. Uh, what, what sort of creature produces these eggs? Um, it's a. Uh, it's sort of like a just a giant bird that doesn't fly. Uh, they have them out in the desert, but. Uh, you've heard of, have you heard of an ostrich before? Indeed. It's like an ostrich, yes. but, but meaner. Uh, I'd watch out for them if you, when you guys travel so, up there. More, more like a giant Canadian goose. Uh, I've not heard of that, but, but perhaps. I've heard of goose. It's well, if, a, if a goose were taller with shorter wings and, and scales with a curved beak. Kind of like a cassowary? Sort of. You'll see them. Well, actually, they still kill off camels. If you're on a camel, you'll be okay. Good. <clears throat> World's most dangerous bird, the cassowary. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think uh, I've heard some of the, the trace people, they just call them like raptors or something like that. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. All right, uh, so eventually Geraldine does show up, and uh, she makes a beeline over to Balos and uh, offers to let him buy her a drink or two. Well, we bought some ale here. Uh, nope, I only drink uh, imported wine from Astaroth. Uh, imported wine from Astaroth it is. All right, so that costs you five gold pieces. Yeah. Good deal. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, who all was going to get a room for that? Were you guys going to get one or break them up? Uh, we're just going to get one. Okay. Oh, it's, wait, uh, no. No, no, no. Two. <laughs> it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, she, when you when you guys are discussing it, she whispers over, over to Bellos, "You don't need to get a room. Let's get one." <laughs> all right. So it's uh, two gold pieces. Uh, for a, like a double book room and that includes your meals. So you want to pay for your, your omelets or your, your breakfast in the morning either. Alright, well, I'll put in a gold towards my half. Alright, same. Alright. Alright, um, let's see, you've spent about five more gold pieces uh, in wine. That yep. Balos. Uh, but you guys make it to the night okay. Balos, uh, you have one level of exhaustion the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Hey, you, you have trouble walking for the next twelve hours. It's not worth it. Uh, you wake up and she's gone. There's a little note that says, uh, "Thanks for the ride. Uh, come back anytime." <laughs> not not too creative, but okay. Mm. I think I can get. Yeah. It looks like it's a form letter. 
All right. All right, y'all. I probably am uh, gonna need to call it a night. Oh yeah, man, it's late. All right, so we'll pick up. We'll pick up with you guys leaving Tormons next time, heading into the desert. All right. Uh, just for my preparation's sake, you guys are probably planning on going to Galorn and then going to the side of the ruins, right? Yeah, we're going to Galorn first. Definitely want to check in there just in case what we do there can make us heroes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You got to meet the the magus and everything there. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, good times, guys. All right, everybody, really? thanks for tuning in and listening to me romance a halfling. <laughs> Romancing the halfling. <laughs> yep. Could be the name of the episode. Well, uh, we'll talk to you next time. And as always, Mokuzar's mom thanks you for coming. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs>